Welcome to Money Freedom for Photographers, where I teach you how to question all your money beliefs, show up and sell your photography, and create a business that feels amazing. I'm your host, Safina Duke. Hello, hello. So today we have a really cool topic, and I just want to thank one of my group members, Melissa, I asked them for kind of things that they're struggling with in their business. And Melissa just asked about, should we do, should I do daycare or not for, she has a little young baby toddler at home. And she was just saying, you know, it's like hard to get a lot done in her business, but she doesn't want to send her to daycare. And I've completely been there. So I thought that this would be a great one to answer. And if you're not struggling with this problem, I really encourage you to keep listening because the podcast is not just about this. It is about a much bigger thing that I see, you know, happening in the world. Okay. So here's where I want to go with this question. There are two steps when you're making this decision, and we're going to talk about both of them today. So the first step is to ask yourself, what do you want? And the second step is to get to work believing that it's possible. So for me, I always knew the answer when I had my photography business. I didn't have my coaching business yet. I only had one child to worry about. And I knew that I wanted to not put them in daycare. I just thought, you know, I want to have this business as a side income, as extra income. And I want to be able to fit it into my lifestyle with taking care of my kid. I was a full-time stay-at-home mom to him in addition to that. So I knew I didn't want to miss a second with him, and that wasn't even really a question for me. And I knew that he would be in school eventually, and then at that time, I would probably be ready to go full-time in my business if I wanted to do that. And here was the here was the problem for me. So the hang-up was that I did not know anybody who was successful in a photography business without full-time daycare or without kids. It was a huge mindset block for me because I just didn't have any examples of people who were figuring it out and doing it. And maybe there were, but maybe my brain was shut off to them. But for some reason, I just did not think it was possible. I literally could not imagine it. And that was my excuse for the longest time. Every time that I failed on something in my business, every time that I didn't exceed my expectations or meet my expectations, I would always think, oh, well, if I had childcare or if I wasn't a full-time mom, I'd be able to have a successful business. Now, of course, this is not true at all. Actually, <laughs> I've just recently put my my youngest, my daughter in daycare, and it's so funny because you think like your, your whole life is going to change once you put them in daycare, and it doesn't. You You still have to manage your time you still have to be intentional. You still have to put the same work in to attracting clients. It's so funny because it's like the same exact life except for that your baby isn't there with you all the time. Okay. So it took me until I saw an actual mom making a lot of money with kids at home. I remember the time that I figured out this person. She was actually a coach. She wasn't a photographer, but she had all these kids, probably like three kids, and they were all younger children. And she was making over six figures. And I was like, My excuse just fell through the window. It was kind of just like, okay, well, obviously that's not a good excuse anymore because somebody else is making it work with kids at home. And I really believe that this one thought error, thinking that I couldn't 
successfully run a business while I had kids at home was the reason why I did not make as much money as I could have in the first few years of my business. I was always using that as a reason. And last year, I made $50,000 in my photography business during the pandemic. And on average, I worked with one client a month, but it was probably more like one to two because there were a few months of the year where we were completely shut down. And last year, so I proved this wrong last year. I literally had two kids at home with me for most of the year. My daughter was only one, so I'm like a full-time stay-at-home mom with her. I'm working on her nap times. Like Everything was extremely time-managed to be able to take care of a one-year-old and run my business. And my son was seven, six or seven at the time, and so he was out of school for so many months of the year the end of his school year and then the beginning of his other school year and all summer long. So I was home with them for a lot of the time. And you think about I had one child as my excuse in the past years. And last year, I really had to learn how to manage my mind so that I could believe I can still make this happen with two children at home. And I think that I did. And I'm also the person who's always like the default parent. So if somebody's sick or if, you know, a pandemic happens, I'm home with them. So I had to help with all the homework and I had to focus on my business. And then I also started growing my second business. So that's kind of how I ended up going with my <laughs> with my businesses. So obviously the notion that it's not possible is not true and it's possible to do it no matter what you choose. And I, w- I just want to fast forward to my current life. So that was kind of my past where I had been like, I don't want to put my children in daycare. I, I want to wait till they're in school, and then that's when I will be a full-time worker. And when I envisioned the future of my coaching business, I kind of just knew that I would want to be coaching during the weekdays. So I didn't want to wait for my daughter to be five or six and go to kindergarten. And so it kind of changed once I started my second business. I was like, okay, I definitely don't want to wait years and years to be coaching all day. I'm ready to do it now. And so last year, I kind of made the decision that I wanted to have my daughter in daycare sometime in the next you know, few months or in the future of my business. And I made this decision not from a place of knowing how it would work out or how I would pay for it or having the guaranteed income, right? I think so many of us are waiting to have like the proof that it's going to work before we make the decision. And So what I want you to do is just make the decision before thinking about if it's going to work out or how it's going to work out and all that stuff. I made the decision from how I envisioned my business in the next year, and then it kind of worked out from there. So that's what I want to talk about today. Because like so many of us are just like, we, we have something that we want for ourselves or for the future, and we're like, okay, well, that's not possible, so I'm just going to go for this next best thing, Right? So many of us are not making decisions in the way that I'm describing. We aren't asking ourselves what we really want. Most, Some of us have not even thought about what we really want because we've been so used to like suppressing that and pushing it down from just childhood conditioning and society's conditioning and school conditioning, right? We are making p- compromises because we're going for what's easier and what we think is more doable, Right? So many of us just have this huge, huge trajectory that we have been put on in our lives, 
And what we do is we always diminish it because it's scary and it's very confusing when you don't know, when you're in one place and you don't know how in the world you're supposed to end up on the other side of whatever you've envisioned. You know, for some reason, I always think of this photographer who I talked to a while ago and she said she just envisioned having a coffee shop. I don't even know if I've talked about it on here already, but she envisioned having a coffee shop and a studio. And I was just thinking how amazing that vision is and how unique that is. And if she was to just go with like, oh, well, this person had a successful business model doing this type of studio, she would never be going for that bigger vision that only she had. And that was given to her by some sort of a bigger power or a, a bigger intuition, right? Okay. So we make compromises for going what's easier. And then what's funny is that a lot of the times what I see is that we're stressed out from that thing. We're stressed out from the thing that we don't even really want. We're trying to make something that's just a compromise that's our second best choice or our fifth best choice, and that's not even working out for us, and that's stressful. So why not just be like stressed out going for the best thing (laughs) that you actually want? So I think it comes from how we are raised in the school system. We were taught to be safe and that there's only one way to be successful, which is to go to college, get good grades, all those things. And from a very young age, we were basically told that, you know, one thing we were told is that our what we want is not valid or it's somehow wrong. I think that that was something that's really instilled in me. I don't know exactly where from, but it's just kind of the idea, oh, well, you know, if you want this expensive thing, well, our family can't afford that. So you're just wrong. You shouldn't want those types of things. Or You know, if you want to be a singer or something, that's not realistic. That's just wrong. You need to go into something that's actually going to work out. And so when we're younger, we have these big, beautiful dreams. And then as we kind of go out into the real world and we realize how hard it is, we we really scale back on our dreams. I think it's so interesting how the difference between, you know, that college age, teenage, high school age, uh, child when they start when they dream about their future and then those first few years out of the gate out into the real world is like when it hits you so much and people go into this place where they really don't believe it's possible and all of us had at one point we're probably just so much more open-minded and we were so much we had such a bigger vision because we didn't have to know the how as soon as we start trying to do the how it gets so complicated and we tell ourselves it's not possible that's not true okay so we were also taught to make all of our decisions from scarcity we never go into debt unless it's for school we were never told to envision what we want for a future and then go for it because we were taught we have to know the how Every time you tell you talk to an adult, they're like, okay, well, how are you going to do that, right? How's that going to work out for you? And you're like, I don't know. When you're a kid, you're just like, I don't know. I just know that I want it. And as you get older, you're, you start to turn back into that cynical adult and you're like, well, I can't want this because I don't know how. That's what we're telling ourselves. So I think that that's the most important work we're doing as coaches is we're starting, and that's what I'm doing for my clients, is we're starting with what is it that you actually want? And then we're going to go for that instead of just kind of like, you know, bumbling, I don't know the right word, just like barreling along a path that you kind of just went for because it seems like a good idea at the time. Okay. So it might sound a little bit woo, but this is the reason why my family and I have been able to go from literally living on food stamps 
not being able to afford our apartment to where we are now, which is like a, you know, healthy upper middle class family. (laughs) And it's just getting started. Like I'm not saying we're at the top of the pyramid or at the food chain or any of those things, whatever you want to call it. I'm not saying we're like loaded. I'm just saying that we were literally, we started from absolutely nothing and we had this vision. And I remember just being at that place where we, my husband had just lost his job and we didn't even know we didn't even know how we were going to make any money. We thought we would have to go back to working into retail and we knew we didn't want to do that. So all we had was a vision for all of these things that we wanted for our family. We wanted to give our son a better life. We wanted a house to raise him in. We wanted to be like people that could afford things like vacations and, you know, a nice car and things like that. And it all fell into place from deciding that we were going to be that person versus where where I could have been in that situation, whereas like getting food stamps is pretty cozy, you know, like you're you're getting like a ton of money to spend on groceries. You can make all of your decisions from the place of, oh, I just want to make sure that my income still fits so that I can still get the food stamps. Right. So you have this decision to make when you're cozy and you're getting and you have some sort of comfort in where you're at to be like, no, I want to go for the vision that I have versus stay with the food stamps. (laughs) I totally miss, I still miss like having food stamps. It was kind of nice. Okay. So we stepped out anyways, because we knew what we wanted for our future. So what you want is literally the most important thing you can find out. And I want to get rid of the notion that what you want is wrong or bad, or that you should always go with what is normal and safe and basically what other people give you permission to go for. When you describe what you really want to people, it should be like people might look at you a little bit strangely if they're not an open-minded person (laughs) or if they're not like a self-development-minded person. They should probably look at you kind of weird when you tell them what you want because that's how big it should be. I'm giving you permission to trust your own vision more than anything else that anybody else could tell you, your partner, your mom, anybody. So when your whole family tells you that you're crazy for charging your prices, trust your vision. Trust the people that are here to expand you like me and other people that are mentors to you. Trust them and trust your own intuition over any of us. So when you're making a decision for childcare. First of all, assume that it will work out no matter what you choose. And I'm <laughs> the person that asked this question, I'm not sure if this is like what she was dealing with. I hope that this is answering the question, but I, it gave me this idea because for me, this is how I make all of my decisions. And I thought, you know, so many people are not making the decision from that place. Like it's so scary to invest in childcare when you don't know if you're going to get your return on investment. And it is also at the same time, it's so hard to have kids at home with you and be wondering if you could be doing so much better when you, if you had them in childcare. So there's no right way to do it, but you really have to check in with what you really want. Okay. So first of all, assume that it will work out no matter what you choose. Second of all, envision your life six months from now. What do you want your business to look like? What do you want your life to be like? So like I told you, when I was envisioning my photography business, I just envisioned me sneaking out on the weekends, on weeknights sometimes. You know, I would raise my son and then I would go out and do sunset (laughs) sessions and I would go to sales appointments, 
just when my husband was home and I worked everything around my husband's schedule. And that's how I envisioned my life. I wasn't like being cheap and not wanting daycare. I literally just didn't want to put him in daycare. And when I envisioned my coaching business, I started to envision I would be working every weekday. And I now I'm at a place where I do have my daughter in childcare. So I also want to talk about something really quickly while we're on this topic, which is why I stopped doing photography. So it wasn't because I thought that I that coaching was a better profession or that I thought I could be more successful at coaching or that I thought I could be happier coaching <laughs> or that I thought I could make more money coaching. It was literally for the reason that I wanted to be a coach full time and I honored that decision. So I just want any of you who have watched my you know, my journey and everything to just know how that decision was made. It was made from a really deep knowing and honoring of what I wanted. And if I really wanted a photography studio, I would have just gone for that. <laughs> but that's that's just not where – that's never been like where I knew I was going to end up. So it was from that place. And I want you to make all of your decisions from that place too. So if you d- dream about being a photographer full-time, honor that. That's what I'm here to teach you how to do. And like, for example, me having the decision to be coaching during the day meant I definitely can't have a baby home with me. So I didn't, when I made that decision, I didn't find childcare right away. I wasn't ready to do it exactly at that time, which was last year, but I did end up putting my daughter in a three day full-time childcare so that I could start filling up those slots and having that time. And now that's what I'm working on is filling up all those spots, which by the way, if you have ever thought about coaching with me, you can find the link in the show notes to go sign up for a free consultation, work with me. And you get to basically do what I'm describing here. You get to envision your entire life. And then on the console, I tell you exactly how we work together to get there, the steps that you need to take, the shifts that you need to make. And then you get to decide if the coaching is right for you. Okay, so after you have made your decision, the second part is the belief. So what holds us back from going for what we truly want is that we don't believe in it, right? I talked about this earlier with my belief that I couldn't make money as a stay-at-home mom. You know, I think part of me believed it because I was going after it, (laughs) I was trying to do it, but I kept, I was like resisting against this belief of, oh, it's just not possible. It's just not possible. And I remember I'm using the example of childcare and working with children at home, but this is, this applies to everything in your business. So for example, like your pricing, who you're marketing to, your ideal clients, your, your niche that you're marketing to, if you're doing maternity, if you're doing seniors, It applies to your business name, your website, just all of the decisions that you make in your business. You want to make those decisions from the best place you know how, from the best future you can envision right now, might not be perfect, and then you get to work believing in them. So what happens is that a lot of people will make the decision and then they'll think that it's not working because they don't believe in the decision, but actually that's where the work happens. (laughs) You do the work to start to believe in it. So for example, in the childcare example, it's like I I wanted to keep my child at home, but I didn't believe that it was possible to make money with my child at home. So that doesn't mean that I put my kid in daycare 
because I don't believe it's possible, it means I have to figure out a way to believe, to change my brain, to change my thoughts about having children at home and to change my thoughts about time equals money and I'm not putting enough time in. It's all those thoughts that are holding you back from making it work. So this is for anything in your business. Like when you have thoughts about your pricing and you're like, I can't make this price point work. This is why people are saying no to me. It's because my pricing is off or I am following the script that I bought from somebody and this is the script doesn't work and that's why I'm not booking people. Those are just your thoughts about the script or your thoughts about the price. And the solution is not to change your circumstance, which is to change having the kid at home or change the price or change from maternity to seniors. It's not to change any of those things or your products. It is to commit to a one decision for at least like three months or so, let's say, commit to something and commit to believing in it and commit to figuring out how to be happy with it. So that's the second part that that's the majority of the work that I do with my clients is the belief because making decisions is actually pretty fast. You can make those in the first couple calls of our sessions together, but then it's hard because every time that you get a no or every time that you have a period where you're not booking anybody into your business, you start to question all the decisions you've made. You start to think, oh, maybe I made the wrong decisions. And no, there are no wrong decisions. It's just that you need to fix your belief. You need to switch your thoughts around it. Okay, so this is the reason why some people can sell at super high price points and other people can hardly get somebody in for $200 as their session fee. It's the reason why some people can sell $10,000 sales and some people have trouble getting somebody to buy a $1,000 IPS package from them. It's because of their beliefs around it. So whatever you choose in terms of childcare, just make the decision that's going to work out no matter what from the place it's going to work out no matter what. And then you get to find all of the places where you just don't believe in that. And those are all just thoughts. That's the best part about thought work is that you can – anything that you think is a fact, anything like, oh, people don't people don't like business owners that are full-time moms. I had that thought. <laughs> I tried to not tell people that I was like st- I, staying at home as a mom because I was like, oh, that means I'm not as serious about my business. I'm not serious about my business is a thought. It's just a a thought error. It's a wrong thought. And you get to figure out all of those errors that you have in your brain. And anytime people say no to you, that's when you get the chance for them to come up. So anytime you feel really terrible, that's the perfect time to like write down all the things that are going through your head. Oh, I knew I couldn't make money. It's because my kid's at home and I never have time to work. And um, these are all the things I used to think. It's just I don't have enough time. I'm not putting in enough work. I'm not doing enough. All of those things. Write down all of those things. Those are the only things holding you back from making what you want work. Okay, I hope that makes sense. So like I said, sign up for that free consult to work with me. That's exactly what we do. We get to work unclogging all of those things out of your brain so that you can make exactly what you want in your life and your business work. Whether that looks like a part-time photography business like I had or a full-time, full-fledged boss businesswoman business, You can definitely – that was a lot of businesses. (laughs) You can definitely do it. It's definitely possible, and I would trust the vision you have in your head over anything else. Okay, so I hope that was so helpful for Melissa who was asking in the group, and 
uh, for all of you, just for all of the decisions that you're making, you have to, you get to decide and then you get to go to work believing them. It is not the decision's job to make your business work for you, right? It's not the price's job to make your business work for you. You make the price work for you. You make the decisions work for you. All right. I will talk to you next week. If you're ready to do this work for yourself and your business, I invite you to coach with me one-on-one. We will spend six months turning you into the person who knows how to create whatever results you want in your life and business. You can sign up for your free consultation at the link in the show notes. And if you're enjoying the podcast, you will love our free Facebook community called Money Freedom for Photographers. You can find it by searching for the group on Facebook or also linked in the show notes. We'll see you in there.